0: This is Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking,
1: Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. And today, we've been saying this for almost a year now. Uh, we were going to get Matt Soper on the podcast. So today, Matt Soper. Carl is joining us on the podcast. It only took a year and yeah, a bit, Matt, it, to do this.
0: You know, stage front. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, it schedules, they get all over the place. But no, it's good to be here, Carl. I appreciate you having me,
1: man. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. And thanks again for being uh, the voice behind the Speaking of Speaking podcast. I really appreciate that. I love that.
0: shouting things into microphones, microphone, so it totally works for me. <laughs> Which you've been doing for how many years now? Uh, yeah, uh, 10 years now. I've been doing radio for 10 years.
1: Okay. Uh, it, of course, is a very viable form of public speaking. What would you say... Th- say the differences between talking on the radio and talking to a live audience standing on stage or whatever
0: yeah well it's it's interesting because radio is a form of public speaking Mm -hmm. but so different in the form of you do not see your audience right like aside from doing a live broadcast at a bar or something which doesn't you know happen all that often you you never see your audience so, whereas you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna host an event like a charity event or whatever, and I want, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna open up with a joke, I can physically see who likes that joke, who doesn't like that joke. When I open up my radio show, I usually start with some kind of joke of some some kind of quip. I have no idea if anybody's laughing. I hope people are laughing. <laughs> I like, you know, I like to think people are, but for all I know it's two people and crickets, right? It's it's very interesting in in that sense. So, it and and there's pros and cons to that. Sure. The 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 pro being well, you can just assume everybody thinks you're great, right? I, I, hey, everybody <laughs> thinks I'm entertaining. No one's saying otherwise, it's right? It's a misconception,
1: <laughs> but 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 but, yeah, but, yeah. but 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 to the point, exactly, yeah, absolutely, right?
0: But then the con is Is it working, right? Is what you're saying actually hitting your audience? You really don't know until you start getting those calls or text messages. But you really have to... Be confident in what you're doing because there's no reaction coming your way.
1: And there's ample research, obviously, which will discover in time whether or not you are hitting the marks you want to in this thing called ratings. Yeah,
0: the quote unquote. But ratings. but
1: ratings in in the form of you know public speaking, you're live on a stage, you get ratings right away. People yeah. clap, people go yeah, or they do something that is. There's reaction. Th- right? There's reaction. There's that audience engagement where you know you say something, the audience reacts r- right away, and you know that. Uh, so if it is that different, how do you how do you uncork all that? How do you go into it, you know, knowing? That it may or may not work. How, what, what's what's your formula for for doing that?
0: So for my radio show, I I, I do a show mostly by myself, which adds another layer. I mm-hmm. do uh, Tony Orr; uh, he does do news uh, on the show, which is great, but he is in and out. It's not a typical morning show, you know. It's uh, Bob and Doug in the morning, right? Like it's just me and and the callers. So I I very much have tried to build a show that is interactive, and it's the way I try to. Uh, lay things out, discuss things. Uh, You know, if I have a topic, it's what do you think? What do you think? You know, it's singularly, the way I view it is I'm talking to one person. I don't view it as I'm talking to 100,000 people or, or whatever it may be. I try to always phrase things as I'm going one on one. And I think that's important in a lot of public speaking things. You really want to try to whoever's paying attention again, could be one person in the room, could be twenty people in the room. You want every single one of them to think you're talking to just them. And that's how I try to phrase everything on the radio, right? Or on my show is I'm talking to you know I'm I'm at the bar, the guy beside me. That's who I'm doing the show with. It's just that's it. That's how I look at it. It's me and somebody else on a bar stool and it's just, yeah, let's have a conversation. Hey, if more people come to the bar, great. More people want to jump into the conversation, that's great. But any show I build, anything I do, it's for me and that guy in the bar stool.
1: So how much of that that content or that information that you're sharing, as you're, as you're indicating, and it's one-on-one, how much of that do you take off air and then bring it back to air? In other words, you know, what... what How much of your content do you, for example, pump through social media to get engagement back, whether it's through a phone call or whether it's through, you know, Bill and Facebook commented and said?
0: Yeah, it's social media is huge. I mean, you absolutely cannot do this job without social media. It's it has just become a way of life. You have to be on Facebook. You have to be on Twitter. Now you have to be on Instagram. You mm-hmm. have no choice whatsoever. And then you've got Snapchat, this and that. It, it's, yeah, it, it, it's important. And it's a, And it's a way to engage. And it's another way for me to try to pull things out of the audience, right? Where if you, I just rely on phone calls and that phone call, that phone doesn't ring, well, I'd be hooped. But now it's like, okay, no, no, no. I have a discussion about something I saw at the grocery store. Put it up on Facebook the night before the show. Put it up, and then inevitably there'll be a few comments on Facebook, on Twitter, and you use those as springboards, right? Doug says, oh, you know, I hate when people leave the shopping cart in the middle of the aisle. So selfish. And usually when somebody hears one opinion it sparks them wanting to give an opinion, right? Everybody's scared to take that leap, but if they see somebody else take that leap, oh, now now I'm okay taking the leap, right? So it's, it's a great use... Of your time. It's a great use of your resources. I I would suggest that for anybody in radio or anybody in public speaking at all, right? If you've got an event coming up and you have a Facebook page, which you should, Twitter, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, the topic you're going to talk about, put a little teaser up there. Put a little something up there so people can start commenting on it, which can also help you when you're speaking. You'll look and you'll go, oh, Karen thinks this about this. Okay, well I got to work that into what I'm speaking about now, right? It's a great springboard.
1: It's a it's it's amazing how social media and you hit the nail right on the head is very important not just for a for, from a promotional standpoint. Hey, this morning I'm talking about or hey, don't forget we're doing this event, but it's also important to engage and get the comments and get the feedback and get the what do you think of this and bringing it back. And that's true as you said with with live audience as well. I want to move on and ask you, you know, because you have a lot of experience not just with with radio, but you've also done some uh, some play by play broadcasting as well. What would you say the difference is when you're engaging that kind of audience
0: so that that is is very different because the radio with public speaking that's a group of people who have come to to see you and and maybe not necessarily see me you know with with the radio station. They do want to hear the music, but they mm-hmm. want to be entertained they want to be informed public speaking you know they've come to see what the uh, to hear about the topic. Sports play-by-play, play, they're there for the game. That At the end of the day, that is what they're there for. You are an accessory. You're helping them enjoy the game. But when it comes to play-by-play, play, you can't be above the sport. You just can't, right? Describe it. Enhance it. Do not trample on
1: it. How do you enhance it? I, I think that's the, that's one of the things I wanted to touch on yeah. because uh, in, in my experience, you know, as a, as a coach and a, and a speaker and also a broadcaster, by the way, you know, you have to be on your game all the time. You have to be engaging. You know, what, are there any different rules of engagement if you're doing play-by-play versus, for example, speaking to an audience and saying, "Hey, here's what I do. Here's here's my business. Here's 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 how I'm engaging."
0: Yeah. Well, it's it, it's it's very stats-driven for sports. It's very um, you know talk about the players on the ice. So it's like if you can find a tidbit about their life that somebody maybe can relate to, right? Like. Oh, uh, Joe Johnson grew up doing gymnastics in uh you know Napanee, Ontario. Somebody might go oh I have an aunt who lives in Napanee and boom, all right. of a sudden, you know they've got a connection to that, right? So it's little tidbits like that that can enhance the game, but it's also staying out of your own way. Because sometimes maybe you want to even talk a bit too much, right? Sometimes uh, you, you you think, oh, I got to fill this this dead air. Whereas in radio, it's like, oh, you can't have any dead air. Right? Mm-hmm. air, oh, dead yeah. air. But for sports, it's okay to let it breathe a little bit. It's okay to let the, the the play speak for itself, the sounds of the stick, the this, the that. It's it's a lot more patience. It's that. It's, it's just little things that... Sports fans, they know what the game is. They know what they like already. You're not going to change their mind, right? You're not changing a Toronto Maple Leafs fan's mind. Right. Yeah. They, like no, the they like the Leafs. <laughs> they like the Leafs. That's not going right. to Nothing is going to change yep. that, right? So don't try to change that. Just give them what they want and add a little bit of flavor here and there when you can.
1: How important is making sure that you're, you're still bringing the right energy
0: yeah that that game. is very important because they do they don't want you too over the top they don't want you too mellow you gotta find that right middle ground right you're excited they're excited it's their favorite sport but don't go too much because again now you're becoming bigger than the game
1: okay right? don't right.
0: become bigger than the game people hate that it's they they know what they like
1: so and- they don't want uh, he shoots. He
0: scores. Yeah, exactly. You know, right? but, but
1: they also don't want. He shoots. Yeah. He
0: scores! Yeah, right? You know, yeah. they
1: don't want it too much over the top. It's not a
0: circus, right? It's not a circus. Right. They enjoy the game. Let the game speak for itself. Don't make yourself bigger than the game. And that's what they say about players too, right? Like, oh, you got to have respect on the ice, or you got to have respect on the on, on the diamond. Don't be bigger than the game. It goes for the broadcasters as well. Sure, they're not there to hear you. You're there. As an accessory, so <laughs> yeah. don't be
1: bigger than it. And you're it's, you're the tie to the suit. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: that's exactly it. You can enhance <laughs> it. You can have some fun, but at the end of the day, you know, people talk about the game. They don't talk about the announcer and what he said the next day. <laughs> I, Unless he says the wrong thing, well, exactly, and then and then,
1: the, and then there's... <laughs> now we get a whole
0: other different conversation.
1: And then there's a different conversation on social media well, about did you hear what the announcer
0: said? Mm. <laughs> That's a bad thing, out. right? Oh my goodness! They yeah. should never talk about the announcer. If they talk about the announcer, because he did it's, something wrong, it's bad. They never yeah, talk about bad. what he did right.
1: Um, I've only got you for so long, yeah. I mean, it's taken a year to get you. I, here, yeah, I know. There's so many things I want to ask <laughs> you because I mean you're you know you're a wealth of knowledge, but you, you know you also bring a, a very interesting perspective as a broadcaster somebody who's you know been behind the microphone in in different ways for for you know your entire career but i wanted to jump in and ask you about radio versus podcasting because mm. because a lot of people you know look at the podcasting world and they go oh you know what? I should start a podcast but it's almost like being on radio i'm too nervous <laughs> i'm too scared it's going to be expensive so you know, so what what is the difference in your mind How, What's the difference, and what's the, what, what are the similarities?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's an interesting question, right? And it's, it's one that I think scares a lot of people in radio. They want to go, oh, radio's been around forever. Like, this podcasting thing's just another trick. It's, an, it's going to just go away. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it is here to stay. I mm-hmm. think it's very, very popular, and for good reason. And I think it's great. There's nothing wrong with With liking podcasts and liking radio, both of them can be highly valuable. I don't think radio is going anywhere because of its familiarity, right? It's in cars. People have it in their kitchens. It's a part of their routine. They drive to work. They drive home. They get ready for for work while they're getting dressed on their make or putting on their makeup, anything whatsoever. It's familiar to people, right? And it's local. That's a big thing for radio, local. You know, uh, uh, I do a show out of Kingston, Ontario. So I'm trying to do as much things about Kingston because that's what people are going to listen to, their own hometown. If I start talking about Toronto too much, all of a sudden they go, oh, well, I can listen to a podcast, right? I can get that anywhere. So when it's radio, you really need to be local. The good thing about podcasts is the freedom right and mm-hmm. it can be good and it can be bad the the good of of it is we can talk for 20 25 30 minutes right and an hour podcast you know joe rogan's podcast i think goes for 3 plus hours right and and i don't think they ever really stop so there's that freedom we can't do that on public radio, right? We got to play. Commercials. Well, you shouldn't. Stay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? You got to do commercials. You got to do songs. There, there's all this goes into it. So it's good and bad with the freedom of the podcasting. But it, it's good because you can stop and go with the podcast, right? I listen to a, a, there's a podcast I listen to every morning before I start my show because I don't need to listen to it at 5:30 a.m. like public radio, right? right. I can pick it up at 4:30 a.m. Pause it at four forty four a.m. and pick it back up again at eleven fifteen a.m. Right, that is very nice. That 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 touch and go that you can have with podcasting, and and that's why it is going to stick around. Our life, we want it at our fingertips, right? I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm holding my phone constantly. You're holding your phone Absolutely. constantly. Oh, I've got to wait in line at the uh, at the DMV or the bank. Great. Now I can listen to a bit more of that podcast, right? Just going to Check it in your there. Facebook feed or, yes, whatever. or yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it may be, right? So I think it's always going to be around. But I think the two can, can meld. I think they, they have similarities. They have enough differences. The two can meld. They don't need to be scared of one another. Neither is going to kill the other one, I don't believe.
1: So radio continues to evolve. And do, do you think it's still as relevant today as it was even 20 years ago?
0: It, I, relevant in different ways. I mean, radio used to be king, without a doubt. It, it, it's you had you had everybody listening to it, right? Because there was no podcasts, and TV was a little bit different. And and oh, if you wanted to listen to music, you had to have your your discman or your Walkman, and it probably skipped when you were heading to the <laughs> bus, right? So, hey, you didn't really you know, do that kind yeah, of thing. That's true, right? So it's it, it it isn't king in that sense, but. It's still very powerful, and because it is local, and it is, like, you know, the Fort McMurray fires that happened. What happened? Everybody turned to radio because they could give them on the ball information. You can't get that from a podcast, right? They record it on a Tuesday, release it on a Thursday. Something happens. Well, they don't record again until Tuesday, right? You're not going to get your on the ball news from podcasts, TV. Is all set up ahead of time. News is at five thirty PM. Right. but if something happens at two, uh, Maury is on. What are you going to do? Right, they've already planned for Maury and Jerry Springer's. After that, there's nothing they can do. They got to wait till five thirty. Radio, we can cut in right now. Right? Oh, Led Zeppelin's playing? Great. Go right after Led Zeppelin. Give us the news. Something's happened. happened. Yeah, it's what happened with Fort McMurray. That's what happened uh, uh, with the Calgary floods. Uh, Anything, right? Any breaking news, radio can get you right away. And it's that that is going to keep it alive forever. Has it evolved? Absolutely. You know, you, there, there is a lot more recording happening right now in radio, right? There's maybe a little bit less live in radio. There's maybe a little less bodies, right? Like I, I started doing an overnight show, right? Where I was on it from midnight to 5am. That's how I cut my teeth. It doesn't really happen a lot anymore, right? It's, it's changed in that sense. So uh, is it King? Yes and no, right? It's just different, but not in a bad way, just evolving.
1: Do you think podcasts are... A flash in the pan. I say flash in the pan. They've been around almost twenty years. Yeah. But do you think it's one of those things that, like some of the other mediums we've seen over the years, take a hit, such as newspapers, no. uh, even television, to a point? Do you see podcasting as okay? It's hot right now, but yeah, in five years, is going to go away.
0: No, because people are so hungry for information now because of social media. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, social media is both good and bad. It gives us good information. Sometimes it gives gives us incorrect information. You don't know what's right. You don't know what's wrong. What are you sharing? Which leads to more podcasts coming out, right? Somebody uh, is uh, is a hardcore Republican. Oh, there's all these Republican podcasts. Somebody's a hardcore Democrat. Oh, there's all these Democratic podcasts. Someone's a hardcore hockey fan. Oh, there's so many hockey podcasts. People are dying for knowledge. They want it. They want to eat it up more so than ever it, it's only going to grow or are good. Uh, there's good podcasts. Also some really terrible. Oh partners, yeah. They're, right? they're good yeah, and bad because there is so much, right? This is one of the good ones. Yeah. yeah I just 100%. Say 100%. But there's just, anybody can start one, right? Not everyone can be on the radio because you have to be hired by a program director in sure. that building, but anybody can start a podcast. And that, for that reason, I don't think it's going to go away. It's, it, it it's and it the fact that they have it now going right to your hand right it's not hard i could download one right now it is not hard to do so no i don't think it's going away and that's why i think the two need to continue to coexist and and work together because neither is going to take the other one down and if they just work together then they'll be completely fine.
1: I want to ask you one more question yeah. before you go, and it's along the podcast line. And, you you know, you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit there in what you were just saying, but what would you say to somebody who is listening to this podcast who's thinking, oh, gosh, you know, I, I, you know, I want to start a podcast, but, you know, ah, you know, I'm a little gun-shy. What would you yeah. say to that person that's on the cusp of just getting started?
0: First of all, do it. Like, that. that is the biggest thing. Take the leap because... A, you're never going to know what you have if people like it, if you like it, until you do it. That is my absolute first advice. Get off your you-know-what and do it. You should because what's the worst that can happen, Carl, that it's not successful? Is the worst that can happen that two people listen to it? That's not so bad, is it?
1: There's two people that heard whatever it is that well, you just shared with them. that's just it. Even yep. if
0: nobody hears it, it, it's, it's not, it, it, you're not operating on somebody, right? There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no lives at stake here. The worst thing that will happen is that you wasted an hour of your life. But you don't even need to look at it like that. You tried something. You gave it a go, right? That's the worst thing that can happen is that you wasted your own time. What were you going to do with that time anyways, watch TV, scroll through Facebook, do something with that time. That's literally the worst that can happen. What's the best that can happen? A thousand, 10,000, a million people could listen, could agree and could be engaged. The best that can happen is that you actually have somebody interested in what you have to say nobody's going to die because you started a podcast. (laughs) Let's hope not. Let's hope (laughs) not, yeah. But it's it's not brain surgery, right? You don't have somebody's lives in your hand. You just have your own. It's your own time. Give it a go. Get a microphone. Get a computer. And you know what? Here's a great thing, too. You can practice. You don't even have to put it on on Facebook or on Twitter. That's true. Right? Practice it. Record it. Send it off to a buddy. Send it off to a couple friends that you trust and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Can you give me some pointers? Send it off to Carl, because let me tell you, Carl can help you with that. (laughs) I can help you. But, you know, it's practice. You can absolutely practice. It doesn't even need to go on the Internet. And even if you put it on the Internet, nobody listens. Again, nobody died. What's the worst that's happened? What's the worst that can happen? Try, man. It hasn't affected global warming. Well, yeah, not yet. Um, Um, but, But that goes for anything in life, right? Give it it a try, seriously, because good things can happen.
1: My guest has been Matt Soper. This has been fun.
0: Carl, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for letting me yell in the microphone.
1: No problem. I I appreciate it. If if you have a question, you want to fire a question my way for Matt, drop me an email anytime. It's askcarl at carlspeaks.ca. Thanks again, Matt, for being on the podcast. We're going to hear your voice in just a moment. As I say, until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform.
0: Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard 72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking.